Hello, and welcome to Steeped in Mystery. I'm Amanda. And I'm Jenna. Jenna, I'm blind today, and I don't like that. Well, I do like it, but I don't like it. (laughs) And why are you blind? Because I did not tell you. Not a thing. I know a general general theme, and that's about it. Okay. So remember last episode, how we were, like, talking about a segue, and we were talking about, like... The Uncanny Valley, and, yeah. and and I'm like, ooh, that sounds like this. But we were also talking about dolls and whatnot. And yeah, dolls, clowns. So I decided to pull an audible. Oh. Because, you know, we plan our, we plan our episodes actually quite in advance. Yeah. So I totally pulled an audible, and we're going to do something completely different today. And And today we're going to do... Pale crawlers and moon-eyed people. <laughs> I was expecting dolls, so now I'm I really know, I know, I know you were. We the the original episode was going to be creepy dolls, which uh. would have which would have tied in beautifully with the last episode. But because we brought up <laughs> pale crawlers and moon-eyed Your people, your brain was like, "No, I have this rabbit hole yep, to dive down." <laughs> yep, I had to do it. I had to do it. Oh, geez. Okay. So, well, I'm glad I have the chamomile. Yep. We got a chamomile blush tea going on today so Amanda can get her chill chill vibe going so that hopefully this Shaky doesn't... cup. <laughs> You're like, if you would have had a saucer, it would have been going... <laughs> All the way up. That's what we need. It's just the saucer. <laughs> That's awesome. Just add Whoa. to the creepy vibes. I know, right? Okay, here we go. So in order to explain pale crawlers, I have to I have to kind of explain a couple of other things. Okay. And why pale crawlers are their own entity. Okay. Because we're not going with cryptid. We're going to go with entity, like a supernatural entity. Okay. Could possibly be a cryptid. That makes it worse somehow. (laughs) But once we get into it, I'm hoping that you will understand why it's not a cryptid. It's more of an entity situation. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Perfect. Okay. So, ghoul. What is a ghoul? Like a ghost, right? Mm, Kind of a little more than a ghost. So a ghoul was actually introduced into the human language around 1786. Oh. Prior, it was a creature of Arabic folklore described as living in graveyards and feasting on the remains of dead people. Yes. Okay. Um, a ghoul also lures people into desert wastes or abandoned places to devour them. So occasionally it will go for living flesh, but... Flesh in general. But yes, but mainly in the lore, it's dead flesh. Ew. Um, ghouls are said to prey on young children. They drink blood. Oh. Steal coins, which I'm not exactly sure about that one. Oh, like, like what would you do with off of the coins? Corpses? Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. It didn't go into that. It just said steals coins. Well, like, I know for a long time. And, like, I think. Like, the coins on the yeah, eyes the or the coin the in the mouth. Yeah. Yeah. So, possibly. Yeah. I mean, yeah. if it's there, like. Makes sense. <laughs> so. Ghouls also, when they eat the dead or the remains of a person, they then take the form of the person most recently eaten. Oh. So kind of like a shapeshifter. I think they had a supernatural episode. They totally did. They had like quite a few. I know. A ghoul. I think that they did consider it like a shapeshifter that it ate yes. someone else and it... Mm-hmm. Be- its oh. last victim, like they took on the pers- the the physical form 
appearance. you imagine talking to like your husband or something and you find out it's not your husband, but it's something that ate him? That's like invasion of the body snatchers. That's, oh. that's totally what it is, actually. Yeah. <laughs> now that I say it, I'm like, shit, that's right. That's exactly right. That's exactly what it is. So, Especially if your husband had been dead a week. Like, oh, no. Oh. No. Knock, knock. It's me, Hey, dearest. honey, I'm home. <laughs> no. Just no. Nope. Nope. Okay, so they say that it's possibly a demon, but possibly a humanoid-type creature. Ew. Yeah. That's from Wikipedia. <laughs> Our lovely Wikipedia. Wikipedia, you know, the place where you learn Christopher Columbus sailed the ocean blue and not 14-whatever-two. Wait till we get into the second part. Because the second part, we're going to talk about that. Oh, my God. I'm not joking. Columbus is mentioned what? in the second I half was, of this episode. I was just saying, like, I know the source of, of history stuff. And it's like, could be a human, could be a demon. Could, could be, be Christopher Columbus sailing the ocean blue. <laughs> Jesus. Okay. Okay. This is going to be, this is going to be an interesting episode, folks. I'm just saying right now. My energy's already... <laughs> well we're we're actually recording earlier in the day i know than we normally do I, and so i think our energy level is just like, like up there. <laughs> okay okay all right what's a wraith Ooh, uh it's like it kind of like screams or like cries out and it's like a witchy feminine form ghost type of dealy ghost yes so usually wraith, I think you're thinking more of banshee when you think oh, of of, you know of women form. So according to Oxford Dictionary, oh. a wraith is a ghost or ghost-like image of a person. Oh, so if it didn't have a corporeal form, it'd just be like a ghost, but having the yeah. form makes it yeah. a wraith? But it's, it's the... F- Image of a person just before or just after death. Oh. Or it can be used in reference to a pale, thin, or insubstantial person or thing. But definitely a humanoid persona. Okay. So it's not like... The Jersey Devil or, uh, you know, like the Mothman. It's Moth not Man. Chupacabra. Yeah, it's not a Chupacabra. So it's definitely, a wraith is definitely humanoid, but it's kind of ghost-like. Ghost-like. Yeah, okay. it's, it's wispy. It's I would say wispy. 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 That's going to be the word of the day. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay, now you might know this one. What is a rake? Oh, yeah, I didn't know this one until a couple of years ago. I'm, or like maybe a year as ago. As soon as you say a rake, the image pops in my brain and I have no idea how to put it out. <laughs> and to verbalize the, the word. <laughs> and to, and to, to verbalize that. So a rake was originally coined with creepypasta. Yeah. And it's a creature that is described like what we're going to discuss next. The pale crawler. Mm. But there's two huge differences. Okay. Between the rake. Number one, most people on the interwebs that I read in the research do not consider the rake a real entity. It's a made up creepypasta pale, humanoid, spindly creature. Fair. Fair. Number two, it has a very wide and exaggerated mouth. Mm-hmm. And I didn't necessarily Google pictures of the rake because I didn't want to focus on that because that's not our focus. I'm just saying that oh, there you are... You didn't want to see that. No. <laughs> I don't like... I've heard a story, like a first 
a first person story of of something that had a wide mouth late at night on a country road and I'm just like GTFO. No. It's in your DNA. Right. <laughs> right. Some people have speculated that the rake and the pale crawler could be one in the same. Yeah, if you're writing a creepy post about something, of course there's going to be exaggerated details and mm-hmm. you know, it, a creepy pasta kind of you want to it's like a campfire story. You, mm-hmm. you you take the murder of someone in the mountains the next step further to make it oh yeah, more interesting. Yeah. Yeah. No, absolutely. So it being like based off of it or being one in the same thing, mm-hmm. totally reasonable. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, completely. But are they the same supernatural creature? So we're going to kind of just kind of think about that in okay. the back of our okay. the back of our brains so, now. So maybe not the same dude. Yeah, maybe not the same dude. Okay. I mean, I kind of I I went through this and I was like because you mentioned you had no knowledge of the pale crawler. Like you no. you had no idea what a pale crawler was. It was the first time you heard about a pale pale crawler and i had i had heard about a pale crawler and i was like oof yeah and and it's there's a weird overlap there of where there's not a lot of stuff where one of us has heard of something that the other hasn't so when it happens the the uncanny valley it was so crazy i just have to tell you i think my phone listens to me when (laughs) when I don't want it to because I literally, after we recorded the last episode, which is coming up, I don't, it drops tomorrow. It drops tomorrow. Um, our next episode, I went home and the next day in my YouTube feed, I had an episode of the Y Files that literally was Uncanny Valley. And you're like, and I was like, holy shit. You're shiz. like, nope. <laughs> So, no, I did watch it. <laughs> I did watch it. And I was like, yup. Yep. Yup. 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 Okay. Yeah. Alrighty. This is where we are now. Yep. That's where <laughs> we are. Yeah. So, I like Excuse when me. there's these ones where I really don't know. I had no clue about the last episode. So, I mean, I did go in blind. We mentioned that. But I had no idea. Yeah. So, this episode, Amanda, completely blind. I love doing stuff like okay. this. Okay. Okay, so now we're going to get, do you need a, like a fidget toy? <laughs> do you need something to, yeah. <laughs> Jenna got me teacups all stacked together on a chain so that I can fidget with teacups. Teacup fidget toy. <laughs> it's amazing. It's okay. adorable. All right, pale crawler. Um, it's pale, obviously. Some describe it as like bone white. Other people say it's more grayish. Okay. Um, it's definitely all flesh. Like it's not, obviously, it's not like Hat Man doesn't have clothes on, anything like that. Long, spindly limbs. Very thin. Like almost unnaturally thin. But not skeletal. That's important. So a naturally thin, but not skeletal. So you're not seeing like rib bones, but it still feels like way too thin. Mm, Yes. Okay. I'm going to say that's a yes. Okay. Um, Hairless. Ew. Humanoid. Also ew. (laughs) Has a hunched back from stooping or crawling. Can walk. It has been observed walking on two legs, but normally crawls on hands and feet. Mm. So think of like an ape, how an ape crawls on its knuckles and then its feet. Yeah. 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 Um, some say glowing eyes or that it has eye shine. Um, other people have said sunken, black, unnatural Ugh. eyes. Yeah. 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 Uh, yeah. <laughs> that, that is, that is from 
Um, That'll crawl into your nightmares. <laughs> yeah. Um, okay. So um, they also say the arms extend past the knees. So when you do observe it standing up, its arms are like extraordinarily long. Mm-hmm. Oh, no, thank you. No ears. Oh. Very important detail. Um, small slit for a mouth. And claws that are around two inches long. Oh. So it makes it look like it has, you know, those long, super long arms and then extended fingers almost. It looks oh. like extended fingers, like spindly fingers. Like the mom from Coraline. Yeah. yeah. The other mother. Yeah. Uh. Yeah, yeah. Moves very, very fast at times. But for the most part, when people have observed it, it literally has just been crawling, almost like sloth-like stealth mode. Yeah, oh, okay. kind of not as slow as a sloth, but like stealth mode. Okay, okay, like yeah. it's like stalking up on something. Yes, mm-hmm. yes, and um, that's from nationalcryptidsociety.org. Okay, um, it's also called the crawler. The Ash Man and the Pale Man. Oh. Five to eight feet tall when upright. Oh. Um, if you do happen, like if you do happen to see, like if it bears its teeth, they're sharp, sharp oh. teeth. And people have described it as having no lips and no nose. So now I'm going to pause right here because I'm going to I'm going to actually kind of just throw out my own your own theory theory type stuff. Here. I'm always down for that. It's starting to sound like a gray alien, except for instead of small and stature and like, you know, like a little. But like stretched out. Sounds like like a stretched out gray alien. Oh my god! I know, right? You're you're totally right because like the eyes could shine or they could look mm-hmm. sunken. The no lips, no nose, no ears, yep, no ears. Great aliens, yep. And then the small mouth. And who's to say the great aliens don't have like a cousin that's longer? <laughs> right? <laughs> like, who's to say? You always have that one cousin that's like <laughs> one six guess. foot six tall, and you're like, well, how the hell did he get so tall? You know, Americans have a lot of cryptids. You know what? I bet we could sneak Uncle Billy down there, and no one would bat an eye. <laughs> oh my giddy aunt! That just took a turn. <laughs> but I'm saying, it no, could... it, it's got alien esque sounding features. Yes, like... and and also I'm going to throw this out here right now. Um, no cow involvement. Oh. I know. So that yeah. makes alien less likely, I think. Yeah. As soon as the cows yeah. get brought in. It's, a- it's definitely alien. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's got to be alien. Okay. All right. So they are said to live close to caves. Prime- I'm thinking hollow earth. <laughs> well, I'm thinking, I'm thinking like our, our, our last episode you know, the pale people that would come out and the whole clown association. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Lives close to caves, primarily nocturnal. Mm. But there have been rare, very, very rare daytime sightings. Well, I mean, to be fair, other nocturnal creatures sometimes yeah. get caught. Like they get in the daytime. Yeah. They get sure. Like, what is it? Like moon sickness or something? Like, hmm. there's like a name for it. Or maybe that's just like. Okay. Okay. My brain. <laughs> they actually go so far as to say that they consume small animals, but don't typically attack humans. Can be unnaturally strong. I don't know necessarily what that means because from everything that I read and the stories that I like comb through, most people, once they see them, they're like, peace out. Yeah. They're like, nope. GTFO. Well, They're gone. It's horrifying to to look at first off. Yes. Like, like we were talking in the last episode, that visual is very hard for like basically 99% of humans to handle. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. But if I were unnaturally strong, if it looks really skinny mm-hmm. and then it displays 
strength. Right. Like, like right. that's immediately and naturally strong. Exactly. Like, sure. So sightings, again, mainly at night, but they're mostly in open areas like forests. Oh. Not necessarily across like an open ground. So like they they like places with cover. Okay. So it wouldn't be like Bambi's mom field. It'd be like. No, it's like they're either just coming out of the woods cover kind of thing or they're going into the woods. In fact, a lot of people have seen them off to the side of the road as they're driving through a wooded area or a rural area. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Uh, There's a a whole side of TikTok that talks about how you don't look in the trees when you're driving and (laughs) stuff like that is what makes me go, yeah, Yeah. I won't. (laughs) Yep, yep. So um, there have been also a couple of sightings that are in enclosed spaces, but again, open to nature. So like those big sewers or big like sewer culverts or things like that, they have been seen in those spaces. But if you think about it, that is like a man-made cave. Yeah. 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 It, so it completely makes sense to me. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. That's just like, oh, yeah. I thought this was a cave. I, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, no. <sighs> On rare occasion, they have attacked people, but not fatal. Oh. Oh, that's almost yeah. worse because then the I guy know. comes back and is like, you will not believe. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. But there's there's also, we're going to circle back to that too. Okay. Um, they, have, they have said to have loud piercing screech when approached. So like if they're startled or approached, it's a screeching sound. Um, they are scared of bright lights fire and gunshots and which i can totally understand if you're a nocturnal animal bright lights and stuff obviously it's gonna it's probably gonna hurt your eyes yeah it's it's probably gonna cause some discomfort yeah and that's from para wiki and and gunshot obvious reasons yeah. for being scared like isn't it cool that there's like a para wiki because it's like that. paranormal wikipedia i para love wiki. that there is basically a website for everything <laughs> There is. <laughs> there so is. And once you go down the rabbit hole, there are some that I'm just like, what? They've put in the time. They have. Yeah. It's amazing. Yeah. Okay. Props to them. <laughs> so again, what are they? What are they? They're a pale crawler. They're kind of unique, I think, into their own entity. Yeah. They sound a little bit different. Some people have compared them to a ghoul. Wraith, I don't think is anything likely because as we said, it's more of a ghost type personages where this is very real, very tangible, very solid. Yeah, yeah. Um, Rake, I mean, maybe the rake and the pale crawler are the same entity. Yeah. And, Mm. And again, it could just be like someone saw a pale crawler and rehashed it into the story of the rake. Sure. Like, like that's sure. such an yeah. Easy... I could see somebody. Ta- I could see somebody totally taking that and just being like, "Okay, yoink." Yeah, this is now a rake. Yeah. What about a Wendigo? Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> that one gotcha. No, Wendigos are a major. Yeah. No. 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 So, but there are some who compare it to a Wendigo. Uh, I mean, I can see why. But I think the difference is. Again, this is from, because we've covered Wendigo, we mm-hmm. can say this, Wendigo is like emaciated. Yeah. And there's stories of them having horns or antlers. Yeah. And missing flesh. Yeah. And. Like, like ins- zombie deer man. Right. And insatiable desire for human flesh versus Wanting small animals, yes. probably only hurting humans. In, exactly. In cases Versus of... the pale crawler who was just like, nah, mm. I'm happy with the little critters of the forest. Yeah, probably attacking humans out of mm-hmm. fear. So even a skinwalker, some people have said maybe a skinwalker. 
I could see that. But I, the question is, whose skin are they wearing at that point? Right? Typically, a skinwalker has, has to, to have a skin of something to change into. It's not just a, oh, I'm going to change. Yeah. It's literally like... Like there are skinwalkers in other countries or that are like or lions or like right. anything you could have the skin of, the pelt right. of. But then again, it could be a type of shape. I mean, it could be a type of shapeshifter. Yeah. I mean, because I, I personally, okay, here's the thing. The real werewolf. Skin, right? <laughs> skinwalkers are shapeshifters. But yes. not all shapeshifters are skinwalkers. I agree because I think okay. there's a difference between needing an outside source to determine shaping into your form and being able to shape into a form without an outside aid. Yes, absolutely. Like. Absolutely. Or it's an unknown humanoid species that lives in caves and has been four, here forever. Four, Point eight billion years ago, right? Ingrained into our deepest core memories, scaring us, right? And it's so possible. Cave systems are really unexplored. Oh, for, yeah, for great reason. But something as emaciated as you put it, as mm-hmm. they would be, it would be so easy to fit mm-hmm. in a lot of cave holes. Beyond. And there are some cave systems in the United States that are they go for miles and miles. And miles, the and they still... The number one place people in America get lost is the cave systems in America. Oh, I can totally see that. Period. But they also they also get lost hiking, mm-hmm. missing hikers. Well, it's all around... It, again, National forests. All the... If you look at the missing people's reports and mm-hmm. the cave system reports, they line up perfectly... Because even when you're out in just nature, there's cave systems under you. And you can fall into those. Sinkholes happen all the time. Oh, yeah. Like, people walk off trail a little bit and find an offshoot. It happens. Yeah. It happens. Yeah. 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 100%. Or something crawls out. (laughs) So maybe we are food. And we just don't know it because some of those missing hikers are missing because of pale crawlers. Because if they go missing... Who's to say what got them? That always gets me. It's I like know. you're not dead until they find a corpse. And I'm like, hmm. Mm. I don't know. Was it Bigfoot? Pale crawler? <laughs> like the tree. Watchers. We haven't covered the watchers yet. The but... trees still fell in the forest, even if you were. Yeah. <laughs> no, totally. Totally. So, um, <coughs> again, sorry. Allergies. Oh, it's um, here. <laughs> it is. Feral humans. Oh. But I'm going to I'm going to put it a kibosh on that one because not likely uh there's not it. I mean, yes, we have documented rare super rare feral people situations, but I would say that there isn't like a tribe of feral humans like no, out in the forest. No. It's more likely to be an evolved subhuman species mm-hmm. like an ape, especially where its mannerisms behave in the same way as far as walking and stuff. Sure. Like it's far mm-hmm. more likely to be a cave dwelling night ape. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. So um, a- another theory, escaped government experiment <laughs> created for nighttime warfare or desert warfare. Oh, that put a whole nother spin oh. on it too, didn't it? Can you imagine? Is that well? What it's happened? like they're stealthy. Is that what they're... happened in Desert Storm? I don't know. <laughs> but seriously, the thought—just the thought of them being oh. a created entity—is enough to make me go ew. Ugh. Yeah, it gives me the shivers. Oh. Even it. yeah, yeah. And then of course we have to say it: interdimensional beings or aliens. Also very likely. Yeah. Com- yeah. Yeah. Agree. Why not? That's from vertigo22.com, uh, updated on December 2021. So nice little blog pretty, there. Pretty recently. Mm-hmm. Wow. Um, I think they exist as some form of being 
whether it's a supernatural being or a humanoid being. But like a physical... Yes, a physical entity. There have been too many eyewitness accounts. Um, Also, just to throw this out there too, there seems to be no record of speech or interaction with these beings. Okay. It's usually just like people see them and it's like the fear, like the uncanny, you know, GTFO. It's that seeing that not quite human and you're done. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Okay. So I'm I'm gonna before (laughs) before I tell you an encounter story. Oh I know. Now I'm gonna show you the picture. Oh gosh. She's had this picture pulled up this whole time. So teasing me. She's like, it's over here. You can Google all over the internet. I'm not saying that any of these are real. I'm not saying that they aren't photoshopped, but I think they very accurately portray what we're talking about. Okay. Oh, this, ah, really slow <laughs> turn. I did. It's so, and you're right. It's not bony. It's just like. No, it's just thin. <gasps> it's just super thin. Oh, it's like if Voldemort went on a diet and and <laughs> yeah yeah this particular one oh. ha- shows the eye shine but yeah. you can get um That's so like there's frightening so here's kind of another oh. depiction it's yeah you're right very ape like the heels are off the ground mm-hmm. very hunched over extremely mm-hmm. long arms in proportion to so body. so he, here's almost this is more like a cartoon depiction yeah. mm-hmm. of one standing up it looks like the guy who screams on the bridge in that one painting okay <laughs> i did find and you guys are more than welcome to go out there and google i did find that there have been some videos oh my gosh yeah, that looks like So, I mean it's a hazy, it's a hazy video, but the story behind this particular video, and you guys totally Google it, pale crawler video, you'll find it. Um, it's a security cam footage, so it's obviously in black and white. Right. But it legitimately is in a rural area, and you can see the trees all around, and you can see the vehicles parked, and you see this creature, hunched over creature, just kind of slowly crawling. Oh. Across the... I don't like that. Yeah, no. I don't... No. I no. didn't think you would. No, thank you. And there and there, there are That's some... That's when I move. Mm-hmm, there are... There, there is another video out there um, that said it's like a trail cam caught of a pale crawler. And um, it's it's the hunched over and it's on, on all fours. And oh, that one gets me. Because it's a trail cam. Uh, yeah. And yeah, for, for those of you who, who, who've never, you live in a city and you've never used or heard of a trail cam. Basically, if something passes in front of it, it takes a picture. Mo- yeah, motion sensor mm-hmm. takes a picture. People put them out there to. Oh, um, there's a deer in this area. Yeah, capture wildlife. I mean, I, I know people that use them actually for security when you live in a rural area. Yeah. Put up a trail cam and... Because they're super waterproof. They don't oh, need a yeah. lot of battery. Yeah, absolutely. They're self-contained. Super mm-hmm. reliable as yeah. far as a way to take a photo of something when you're not around. Truth. So, I mean, the trail cam one. Yeah. So, trail cam, pale crawler, picture. Google it. Okay. Here's our encounter story oh god this is from january 10th 2021 yeah oh my god okay here we go okay yeah do you need a buckle in i knew it i knew oh five point harness five point harness okay this is gonna be a ride i can feel it it was a cold night with a slight fog outside my home in tunkanock Tunk Hanock in northeastern Pennsylvania. Many nights I like to take long walks in order to clear my mind from a busy day. I walked the rural road by this large large patch of woods not far from my home. 
On my right is an old building with two small wooden sheds beside it. And as I'm looking this way, I notice movement. Then I see an eight to ten foot pale white figure briskly walk across the road from one of the sheds to the woods about 50 feet from me. I know I saw something. So I quickly continued forward. Whatever it was, I wanted nothing to do with it, and I wanted to get home as fast as possible. Yeah. (coughs) Okay, hold on. This is torture. Sip of tea. (laughs) I know. A minute or two later, I look up. Again, I see this pale figure that is now on all fours, but still five feet tall at the shoulder. It is about 100 feet in the woods to the left of me. It had bleached white skin, a bald head, and huge black eyes. It had a human face and body, except it looked extremely emaciated, and its arms were super long. It started to sway its body back and forth like a mantis. Rocking side to side. This is when I ran as fast as I could. Yeah. GTFO. And that's from bitshoot.com. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's a terrifying image. Yeah. Oh. So the thing with that story, he did continue on a little bit and he said, you know, I didn't see it again. I didn't go back out there again. Um, But the thing that caught me about this is the swaying side to side is a very primate type of posture. Yeah. Like when it doesn't like that you're there, like before it attacks, it, it like when it's nervous. Yeah, and it'll sway side to side. You can still see residuals of this behavior in humans with mm-hmm. a lot of sensory seeking people will use rocking as a way of yeah. coping with a stressful situation. Right. Right. So it's almost like this entity didn't know he was going to be there. He saw him, it saw him, and they both were like freaked out. Yeah. 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 Like humans aren't usually out at night. Yeah. I don't want to be around this thing. Or in the fog or whatever. Yeah. 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 This yeah. is not a thing that's normally out in my nighttime environment and it needs to go away. <laughs> it needs to get GTFO. Are they just anxious little guys who need pats on the head? <laughs> they might be. <laughs> Poor little pale crawler. Good little pale crawler. Oh God, no. I Let have me to throw do... you a squirrel. I have, to, I have to just, the imagery right now is a little... A little pale crawler doing like fingers touching each other with the blushy cheeks. (laughs) (laughs) That's funny. (laughs) Okay. Now, this is the other set of people or the other other set of entities. And I'm not going to say entities on this one. I'm actually going to say people on this one. This is the other set of people that I think maybe could have instilled fear into our ancestors. There, There is some theory that about them and we'll kind of get into that but then i will give you my two cents when we're done talking about them and this is the moon-eyed people moon-eyed people okay legendary group of tall blonde bearded and blonde haired white skinned people said to have blue eyes And that their eyes were so sensitive to the light that they only were active at night. And they lived in caves. Hmm. 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 It's actually said they were nearly blind during the day. Their eyes were so sensitive. I've had, I have regular blue eyes. And I've Mm -hmm. had moments during the winter where I feel like that, where I'm like, I'm useless outside. Because you get snow blind. Immediately. Yeah. Like... It's too much. Yeah. So I imagine it probably feels something like that. Yes. Yeah. Yes. So um, others describe them as a possibly albino. Okay. Like so white, they're albino. And we did talk about that as well. Yeah. 
Um, differing opinions as to whether the people had eyes, the shape and color of the moon, or they called a moon-eyed because they saw better at night in the moonlight. I would argue the second is far more likely. I would think so too. Yeah. But if you think about it, a lot of nocturnal animals actually do have larger eyes. The huge circle eyes. What if both are maybe kind of true? Maybe they did have a little bit larger eye. I don't know. Just saying. Like, almost like if baby eyes were attached to an adult head. Yeah, like the big doll eye look. No, thank you. Okay. They're located in the Appalachians or Appalachians, depending on how you like to say that. Or Appalachians. Yep. North Carolina. (laughs) I'm just going to say whatever. Folks, we know we're not from there. So whatever you like to call yourself. I'm going to just find the worst pronunciation and use that every time so both parties are pissed off. (laughs) Appalachians. Appalachians. I'll just use both. Alpachians. Alpachians. (laughs) (laughs) I like that one. I actually like that one. I think it's a combination of both. Okay, but we're talking in the area of South Carolina and Georgia. Okay. Respectively. And more specifically, Fort Mountain in Georgia. Oh. Mm-hmm. Okay. The Cherokee had an oral tradition that when they came to the area, so this is the Cherokee, when they migrated to the area centuries before the Europeans arrived, right? the moon-eyed people were already there. Uh, uh. Yeah, the moon-eyed people were already there. So can you imagine... When the white settlers showed up. Yeah. But here's the thing. We're going we're gonna to circle back on that. <laughs> because here's the thing. The, the Cherokee didn't, didn't necessarily like them. No. Mm-mm. But they wanted, I, I would assume, they wanted the area for themselves. Yeah. So um, additionally... The story says how the Cherokee took advantage of a full moon night. Where they could see better. Where they could see better and maybe the moon-eyed people were a little bit more limited. Oh, because it's technically brighter. To attack and drive the moon-eyed people out of the area. Oh my gosh. Yes. Yes. Uh-huh. Dude, it's okay. Literally, this is so plausible. It sounds like a legitimate war strategy. Like, make sure my enemy's weaker. It's it's like the whole idea of oh, if you know that you have to switch sides during a football game and the sun sets on a certain side, you make mm-hmm. sure your team's not facing it during the second half mm-hmm. of the match or whatever. Like, it's the same. Yes. Thought process. Yes. Oh. Okay, there's actually another report of moon-eyed people in Tennessee described as white people who were extirpated in part and driven from the area as well as from Kentucky. Oh my god. But literally white people, they called them pale white people. Extirpated I had to Google, I had to Google and look that up, implies extinction of a race, family or species, or the act of removing or destroying something completely, or the state or condition of having become locally or regionally extinct. Oh, so they like shoved them all the way out. Yeah. So there's not just... I mean, the, the the most notable part of the story is in South Carolina and Georgia. But now you have Tennessee and Kentucky. Yeah. Guess what Tennessee and Kentucky are full of, too? Caves. So were they really driven from the area? Or did they just go? Or were they driven underground? 
Right? I don't like that. <laughs> right? Now, here is the crazy part. Okay. Got to hold on to your seat for this one. Not so scary, just crazy. And I and I deliberately oh, then I, I want you to know. Oh, I hold on to my socks. <laughs> I just I deliberately I wanted you to know that I started with pale crawlers because they were so effing creepy and the moon-eyed people are just kind of wow, that's crazy. Crazy. Okay. Okay. Okay, I got my I got my socks. Okay. Hold on. Okay. <laughs> hold on to your socks. Um there was a theory they are early Welsh settlers that traveled to America before Ponce de Leon or Columbus. See how I circled back there? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Because they're, the natives actually commented, the Native Americans actually commented that they, they, there were tools they didn't recognize, that the Moon-Eyed people used, stone structures in the area that were said to be built by the Moon-Eyed people, actually resembled early structures in Wales, i.e. castles and walls. So it's, dun, dun, it's dun. okay. So this is, this is a weird, crazy. So my family back, back, my back, family's Welsh too. Well, no, my family's Welsh. Not just that. My Welsh ancestors came over before the Mayflower. Uh-huh. <laughs> so it's not absolutely unheard of for it to be the situation. Let, let me let me continue. Yeah. In early 1400 or earlier. Oh. Now, I didn't go down the ra- rabbit hole to doc to to like see if I could find the actual documentation for this. I didn't do that. But it is said that 14 ships left Wales and were believed to be lost at sea. Oh. But maybe, maybe they landed in the New World. Stumbled upon it. Mm-hmm. So in in early, the reason why we know about the Moon-Eyed people is because the Cherokee actually told European settlers about the moon-eyed people. They're like, oh yeah, we already have people like you here. Yes. And it wasn't the Cherokee, it was another tribe that actually spoke and their words were so similar to Welsh. They could understand them. That Welsh immigrants were being used as translators. I know, that's like a hold on to your socks kind of thing. That is like... Poosh, mind blown. Like we knew the Vikings came before Columbus, but like a group of Welsh people, Welsh people are badass. I'm just <laughs> going to say it right now. We, they are just as badasses as the Vikings. <laughs> fight me. No, I okay. won't. I won't fight you. On okay. That. <laughs> so here's, here's, here's another, here's another little tidbit on that. In 1803, when Thomas Jefferson um, was, Set, setting the Indian policy for the U.S., he actually referred to the Welsh Indians in the document. I'm not going to lie. Lewis and Clark, when they were exploring the West... How did I not know about ...documented this? that they came across Welsh Indians. Boom. So the Welsh people came over here, lived in relative harmony. Well, because if they were the Moonite people and the Cherokee chased them away, I'm saying, then they maybe went west. Well, I'm, I say relative harmony because yeah, yeah, yeah. then, you know, slaughter them and shove them out of their land. Sure, sure, Came sure. over, lived in relative harmony. But maybe that's why the, the original... I don't want to say original, but maybe that's why Native Americans, when they first saw Europeans, they were like, oh, no big deal. Yeah. We can like, we can push them out of here. Yeah. We've dealt with people like this because before. Because we've done this before. Yeah. Oh. So that was, uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Mm. There's no definitive proof. That was actually from Wikipedia and the Sil- Silva Herald 
Com. But let me show you something else that's going to blow your mind. It's so interesting. I'm surprised so, we don't hear about this more. So this is actually a plaque, a plaque at the the mountain that I was the the mountain that I was talking about. Uh, let me go back at Fort back. Mountain. Fort Mountain, yes. Okay. This is an actual plaque at Fort Mountain because it's like a national or not national, but like a state park kind right. of thing. That literally documents and talks about the Moon-Eyed people. Oh my gosh. It says, Legends of the Fort Mountain, the Moon-Eyed people. Oh my yes. Gosh. It's an actual plaque. Oh my gosh. That's the other half of the plaque. That's crazy. There is actually a plaque there that talks about the Moon-Eyed people. It is crazy. It is crazy. The other thing is, is that they have this statue that a farmer came across. He was tilling up his field. And uh, pardon me, I didn't put down what year this was, but I, I would think early 17, 1800s. Tilling his field and came across this statue very different than anything native american yeah i agree i agree the faces are very flat yeah and the eyes are definitely different it could be something on ancient aliens proving like oh here's oh yeah yeah, the aliens were here look at this (laughs) yeah but the thing is is that they've never been able to tie this to any one group of people like any one native american group so they legitimately think that this is from the moon-eyed people. The moon-eyed people. And there is, there is a lot of talk that the moon-eyed people were early Welsh seafarers that landed in the New World. You know, and caves would make a lot of sense because the Welsh are like miners and like... They know how to cut stone. Yeah. They know how to... So if they, why if they not? they constantly in the mines, like, why not why, use caves? Exactly. Why waste your energy building a structure when you can live in a pre-made one exactly yeah bears do it they could they could go in there and they could cut out the stone they could make make it habitable and then they take that stone and move it out of the cave to make the wall to protect themselves so the wall um Here's the thing about the wall, and and you can you can Google this too. I didn't necessarily go down that rabbit hole either because I wanted to just focus on pale crawlers, moon-eyed people, cave dwelling, white, and you know entity humano- humanoids that could have scared our ancestors. So here's the thing: the wall is said to be very very long, like nine miles or something long, like massive massive wall in some places it's like three feet high and other places they they think they can document that at one time it was like nine feet high but a stone prehistoric not prehistoric but pre-american stone wall yeah crazy right absolutely freaking crazy I feel like oh. there is so much out there, people. There is so many. There are so much mystery and and things out there that and and you know, honestly, I I have that love hate relationship with the internet because when I was in high school, there was no internet. Yeah, and now that there is internet, and I don't have to go pull an encyclopedia off a shelf that's ten years out of date. The fact that I can find out information in the now is sometimes great, but at other times I'm just like, there's not enough information here. Yeah, yeah. Somebody else needs to put more information into... Well, and that's why I like doing this, is because I feel like we're we're unearthing, and even if, like, we don't personally go out and look for stuff, I hope that someone hears it, and another someone hears it, and it gets... Internet archaeologists. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. Internet sleuths. Yeah. There you go. But... Uh, it's to me it's just a lot of like that thing that happens where your brain mm-hmm. fills in information because it doesn't know what's going on and we've just done yeah. that as a human culture with history yeah. forever yeah, yeah. And, and so when we get to this stuff i'm like 
I love it. It's like mind blown, but at the same time, it's so fascinating. I do want to go down those other rabbit holes, but I'm like, bring it in. Bring it in. Bring it in. (laughs) I can't. I can't. We can't talk for 42 hours straight. (laughs) I can't go down that rabbit hole right now. I mean, we could, but no one's going to listen for that long. (laughs) Right. Fair enough. Another episode at a later time. Yeah. So now the question is, Amanda, tea, no tea with the pale crawlers. Pale crawlers, absolutely not. Moon-eyed people, 100%. I'm on the fence with the pale crawler. Just because I think they're just as scared of us as we are of them. So I don't know if they'd be like down to tea. <laughs> so I, I I guess if one came up to me and was like not aggressive, I'd be like, come on, bud. I'll make you a cuppa. Just calm down. I'll throw uh. a squirrel at you. We'll have a cuppa. It'll be fine. Then again, I might run as fast as... As possible. <laughs> As possible and GTFO. <laughs> but yes, moon-eyed people, I'd be all for like, yeah, man. Right? Let's sit down. Let's sit down. That's so fascinating to me. I, I know. I would love to know more. I want to know because I could see it going either way. Can completely see it going either way. That it was a separate race or separate, Cultural. totally not european group of people and then i can totally see that it was a european group of people that came over so i can totally see both sides and and it could even be a and both sides could be combination yeah like a people already here that looked like that and when the welsh came over they found them and they're like you're the most similar to us yeah and they all just started chilling together. But they're, they're, the, the, the theory is why they started calling them welsh indians is because that at some point those welsh settlers did integrate into the native american population and shared their language yeah so why so not, i mean why not sooner why than not? that like just uh, who am i to you know any any massive history buffs out there you know just uh, if you have dug something up on the welsh indians or the moon-eyed people and i have left it out Hit me up. I want to know. If you've dug up something on the pale crawlers, bury it in a deep, dark hole. We're struggling enough as a world right now. (laughs) I don't know how long Amanda can stay buckled in. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) So if someone's like, look what I brought to the zoo, and it's one of those motherfuckers, we're throwing hands. (laughs) Peace out. At at the same time, (laughs) at the same time, if you write something and you're like, pale crawler, Amanda, not for you. Jenna. <laughs> Amanda, check this read. out. Yeah, give Amanda like a heads up warning and then she can just be like, oh, oh, mm. it wasn't addressed to me. I don't want to look yes. at it. <laughs> it's not for my eyes. <laughs> Jenna's eyes only. Uh, and you guys can email us or Facebook or Instagram. Let's be real. We're all DMing each other on Facebook these days. That's true. That's true. Please, please, please like and follow us on Spotify. I know we're not on other platforms yet, but we're working on it. So uh, the more people we get following us on Spotify, the more uh, platforms we can reach. So, hey, like, follow, hit us up. Put five little magic stars down there just because it looks pretty. Yeah, (laughs) give us all the stars. Or, you know, kitties. Why don't they have kitties? Like, you can leave a star and then, like, a kitty. The now kitty I'm, would be like... Now I'm mad that review sites don't have options for what your stars look like. Right? <laughs> it's like, I don't want to just give you stars. I'm going to give you kitties. Kitty, yeah. kitty, kitty. <laughs> just saying. All right, people. Thank you for listening. Hope you enjoyed the episode today. Check us out next week when a new one drops. All right. Bye. Bye. Bye.